there's something to be said for starting small. It's that American underdog spirit. We love an underdog story. We love being the little guy, taking on the big guy and just scrapping it out, never giving up that, that can't quit attitude. It reminds me of our high school mascot, the Valley Terriers. Yeah, a terrier, a little schnauzer dog. That was our mascot, but we loved it because those little dogs, no matter how small they may be, they never gave up. Now we all start out small, but every entrepreneur wants their business to grow and scale to its maximum potential. But eventually we're faced with this. How do you build your business empire without sacrificing the things that made your business successful in the first place? How do you become the big guy without losing that little terrier mindset? Now I'm sure that you, like everyone, has been told that being authentic is what you have to do. And that's the magic cure, be authentic. But what is authenticity even mean today with social media? As business owners, we feel the pressure to keep up with the Joneses, showing everyone that our business is the American idea of success, that we're living the dream when the reality is we're just trying to survive the chaos and stress. Maybe we didn't sleep at all last night. We were just praying for a deposit to clear so we can make payroll. We don't share the ugly truth because it's terrifying to do so. But the reward for being vulnerable and staying true to yourself, being authentic, is real. And our guest today on the podcast proved this to be true when they built a literal empire, the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Hello and welcome back to the Omaha Podcast, where Omaha's most successful entrepreneurs help you grow your business. I'm your host, Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative. Now, every business wants to grow into an empire, but most do not. The reason? They're trying to be something they're not, and customers can see right through it. In this episode, we're joined by Mike Tyler, who, along with his partner, Todd Brandt, built the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire by following the same strategy as successful entrepreneurs and their businesses. Today, we're going to learn how to be authentic, to build your business empire based on who you are, not who you think you should be. Radio is my first love. It's where I started my career in broadcasting. I spent over 17 and a half years in radio and television hosting shows. And, you know, radio is actually where I met my wife. Yeah, I was producing a radio show and she was with a client promoting something on the radio show. So, yeah, I owe a lot to radio. One of the memories that stands out, though, this was one of the first times we were on the Todd and Tyler radio show. It was back when my brother and I played in a band. We were on there playing music live on the radio. And we did something that I don't know if too many other bands can say that they got Todd and Tyler to do. I can say that I I forced Todd and Tyler to hit the dump button. And I, I don't know why. I feel like that's an achievement uh, in and of itself. Yeah, you probably did. It's been a long time since we first met a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. I think we were doing a, a, we, we were doing like a, a parody of a jingle about... Uh, Johnson and Johnson KY Lubricant. Oh my god! And you can imagine where that went. Oh my god! The whole band was in then. Was it just you? Oh, yeah. The whole band was in. Yeah, the whole band yeah, was. That's in. right. Yeah. yeah. The best part is my brother Ben was with, he was there and he yeah. was working some job at like you know average job at like a some place where they did blood work or something. I don't yeah. know. But he had the whole office tuned in. Oh really? And they're all listening. <laughs> Now, love them or hate them, it doesn't matter if you listen every day and you love Todd and Tyler, it doesn't matter if you have never listened to them, their success is undeniable. And Todd and Tyler have always stayed true to who they are. They were authentic before it was a cool buzzword. And it's something that was crucial to their success on the radio. I coach podcasters every day to treat their podcast like a business because it is. Every step along the way as we develop a successful podcast follows the same steps as building a successful business. 
and a successful radio show. In radio, the customers are listeners. So anytime you hear the word listener or audience today on the podcast, just replace it with customer. One of the first things we talked about with Mike is being unique by staying true to yourself. That's the key completely is be, be true to yourself because audience can uh, tell if you're fake. Yeah. That's the first thing they can do. They can tell if you're fake. Well, we got here in 93. Shit, yeah. Um, we, we were just who we were. I mean, we, it was like, we had nothing to lose. You know, we were hired out from out of town. Uh, we didn't know Omaha. And Todd knew more about the Midwest than I did. I was an East Coast guy. So that's the first time I've ever been out to the Midwest, actually, when I first got here for the interview. But uh, yeah, we just, uh, we, we just were true to ourselves. Because, you know, I've never been phony about that if you're phony the audience spots it right away yeah right away and they, granted you exaggerate certain things in your life when you're on the radio you know that you've done yeah, radio yeah. for years but you're basically coming from the, the same point of view you're not faking it and yeah. we, we were never told to do anything don't we except for just who we are you know? now it's no secret that radio is an industry that has become notorious for a sort of watered down content, a syndicated rinse and repeat approach, rarely taking risks and just playing it safe. But what made radio great, a behemoth for decade after decade, is the exact opposite approach. The approach that makes radio shows and stations and businesses, podcasts, all of them successful to this day. Those with the most success are the ones that don't do what everybody else is doing. They don't play it safe. They do stand out as unique because they stay true to themselves. We reveled in the fact that we didn't care yeah. about what would happen before. We never, we never really, uh, we never cared about uh, sling. Uh, we, like I always tell Todd, we did, we didn't, we didn't kiss the ring of anybody. When we got the town. We appreciated Omaha was a cool town. I thought right away, and, uh, and everybody and a lot of people embraced us right away. But we didn't have to kiss the ring because you know we weren't from here. We didn't know anything about it. We weren't Husker fans. We weren't this that. We just came in with our perspective on things. And people seem to enjoy it almost immediately. Hopefully, you know, yeah. they did obviously. So, but yeah, there was a lot of backlash. There yeah, still is backlash. <laughs> you, <laughs> you've done reasons, it. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that gets tossed around a lot today. That everybody says, "Oh, be authentic," and then right. you look on every single platform, and like that's not nobody's really being authentic. No, and like, that's true. I mean, true authenticity of just truly being revealing your raw self and your. Right. Uh, it's almost like it's just being vulnerable in a way of like you know what I'm going to oh. be myself and not hold back and. No, we hate it. No, I mean we've shared a lot of our personal life over the years, and sometimes too much. You know, I'll, I'll admit that. I think sometimes too much, but we, but that makes you more human. I mean, that's what we are. Everybody's got. Everybody goes through loss, love, kids, you know, death, all that stuff. So I mean, everybody goes through that. So if you're not living your life that way, at least with the, the kind of show we do, it would have been phony. You don't get the respect I think that you deserve from other people in the industry. Maybe uh, I, I do think that is a thing, and that always I always question that because people I would bring up like, well, Todd and Tyler, they're doing this, and it, it seems to be working really well. Like, no, 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 you can't do it that way. Okay, you can't do it that. This way. is this is my yeah. pet peeve because yeah. you're exactly right. You told me before about you were gonna bring that up. Uh, first of all, ratings don't lie. We've been number one in our demos and a lot of demos for, for for since 97 you know three years after and and kicking ass so I, I have no problem with that so uh I, I really didn't care about that so much but i but i did in a way because uh you bust your ass we're all in the same business yeah and there should be a nod to hey you did you do really well in the ratings i there should be that way uh, but there 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 has been that a lot of it's envy jealousy whatever but a lot of it's just people don't do what we do 
And a lot of people thought originally, maybe even 10 years ago, well, if I could say dirty words and hang out, I'd be number one. No, no, you wouldn't. People, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Anybody that's been in radio has is a kindred ship and a brotherhood. I mean, party, big party sh- shows right down the hallway. We work with those guys 15 years. They're but we're, we're, we hang out. We say, yeah. hey, what's up? You know, we're all in this business. It's a crazy business. Always has been. And it's even crazier now because yeah. nobody's working in it anymore. There are many commonalities between a successful radio show, a successful podcast, and a successful business. Things like being unique, being known for one thing, being great at that one thing you're known for, being the first in your category, as we've talked about uh, on past episodes. And one of the most important and most often overlooked is knowing who your ideal listener or ideal customer is. The common answer that we hear uh, when we ask people, who is your ideal listener or ideal customer, is that they say, everyone. I want to appeal to everyone. I want to be for everyone. And the challenge with that is that when you try to be everything to everyone, you end up connecting with no one. We know who we're talking to. Listen, we know who that audience is. It's just dudes, you know, of all walks of life, you know, suits, you know, blue collar guys, all that stuff. And I think that because that's what we are. We're just regular guys hanging out. So we aim at that. They sell that a lot, I'm sure. That's what they do. Uh, And, you know, every kind of aspect of just a guy's life, basically. Yeah. When you know who the specific person is that you are serving, you know where they are, you know what they want, and you can make them feel like this is a one in a million experience made just for them. That feeling you have when you say, oh my God, this podcast was made just for me or this radio show or this product or business. And that is exactly how you resonate deeply with customers and listeners because you have that connection and brand loyalty like that, it never goes away. It is for life. Mike shared how they went through the process early on of knowing who their listener is and who they are, what their roles individually are on the show. Well, Todd and I were on the air together in Pennsylvania for about six months before we moved here. And we knew each other for about a year before that. We we got along really well. We're the same age. We made each other laugh. The roles Todd and I took on were just our normal personalities, you know. I mean, I was a little more... Uh, hardcore about things. Although the funny thing is, I get accused of stuff that Todd says because <laughs> he's hard ass. And then Todd is, you know, Todd's, Todd is what he is. He's like my best friend, yeah. and uh, he just hangs out. It was it was more organic, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you you I know you play music. You've been you're on the radio for a long time. You know that it you, it's a more organic situation. You figure out people's strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. and you pull on that. Uh, to make the team sound good and and it's a there's a little click in my brain when I'm, we're doing the show and I'm thinking man I could I, I try to lead people in a certain ways so that it's their strengths mm-hmm. and I think that it became so natural without we just kind of we kind of roll with it you know? and I, well I mean like from a business perspective yeah. I think that that's a, a big takeaway right. is that we oftentimes we put people in roles and we we don't do I mean there's a lot of different like you know Myers-Briggs strengths finder tests that a lot of businesses okay. do with their employees but right. I mean and I think those are, are, are good because you don't want you have somebody in one position who's like is just big vision no 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 organization right. or discipline right. super creative and you don't want them doing your books you know what no. I mean? like you don't want them doing something that's just analytical no. process driven no. so we try and we put people in these roles or seats on the bus that it just doesn't fit and then we wonder well why isn't this working right and maybe find out you know okay where do people naturally fit organically uh and and kind of build off of that yeah right? for the live yeah. show exactly because the, the thing about 
I wouldn't know how to sell a radio station. I wouldn't know how to run a radio station. I was a music director years ago, but that's nothing. Yeah, so I wouldn't know how to do any of that stuff. So, you know, you work in radio, sales staff, uh, traffic, uh, the bosses. I mean, they all do the stuff they do because they do it well. Mm -hmm. And then we do what we do well. So it's kind of a... Well, those guys tell dick jokes, and we go sell it. So In radio especially, that's what I've seen as a commonality of shows that don't last and yeah. go short term is that right. they're trying to be something they're not. Right. You know, and, and radio as an industry, I think, is up against that problem big time. Oh, yeah. It, with the syndication oh, of yeah. everything. It's there's less, there's less opportunity. Down. I mean, like my last radio gig, well, second to last radio gig was – it was, seemed like the perfect dream job, right. and it turned out I felt like uh, Bob Saget playing Danny Tanner on Full House, where it's like, this is not me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not this you know person talking about you know is crunchy peanut butter better than creamy yeah. peanut butter? Yeah. Let's do a poll and take calls. That's yeah. just not me. No, and and, and it and, just didn't fit. You know, and you're right. Those kind of shows, I, I've known guys over the years that had to do kind of shows like that, and they're not like that at all. I mean, they're they're not that. They'd rather blow out and, and just do be themselves. Yeah, just be honest. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And and they get stuck in that, and, and and that becomes phony to them too. And they don't enjoy it after a while. Yeah, you know, it, it was. I've I, heard those kind of shows. Yeah. I know those kind of shows. I know guys that have done those kind of shows though that also are those guys. They're so straight laced, <laughs> off the air, and yeah. everything. I say, well, that's fit, that yeah. fits you. Just like a successful business, a successful radio show needs to have the right people in the right seats, in the right positions or roles. And just like a radio show, a business needs to know what lane they actually belong in and how to stay in that lane. Being known for one thing and being great at that one thing is such an advantage in business, just like it is in radio. Mike also talked about how radio shows, just like businesses, have to find creative ways to stand out in their field, especially when you're in a crowded field and you're the new guys. It's things they started narrow casting too. There were less shows like ours. I mean, uh, we in the beginning there were some shows that tried to be like us or tried to do their own thing, but going after the same audience and 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 then but then it, it kind of filtered away. Everybody now there's just narrow cast. There's just mm. narrow thing. This is what you guys do. This is what they do. So that happened a lot. But uh, but uh, we you know what we didn't really sit down I, you know I, I got a great story about uh, I always told the story about the arena when we built the arena I walked in that morning uh, and that was back before we built before they got the boat in the, to put CHI mm -hmm. the th at the time of what was the Quest Center originally yeah 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 so if you remember back in the day this has been the mid 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 90s uh, we because I when I first moved to Omaha, I, I thought, what a great city. And uh, the Civic Center, eh, it's old. It's a piece of crap. So they need a really cool arena here. I said, I never understood why. And then there was a big vote. And there was a lot of people, old people saying, I don't want to vote for, for taxes and blah, blah, blah. So I walk into Todd. We're literally about to go on the air. And I go to Todd. I go, hey, uh, why don't we say we quit if they don't vote the arena in? And he goes, yeah, let's go for it. So, so we turned the mics on that morning. And we started talking about that. Hey, listen, a vote for the arena is a vote for us to stay on the radio. We're going to quit if we don't. I had no, we had no other plan, and yeah, yeah. I always said, Todd, I said, what if that arena vote didn't happen? <laughs> I said, I said, we'd have walked in and said, ah, we're just kidding, we got to keep working. So yeah. our, our promotions department put a vote for the arenas, a vote for Todd and Tyler, and we put we put those things all they were like yard signs yard all signs, over the, yeah. all over town, and we just co opted that whole bit, mm -hmm. and that was huge. Although it was such a whim, you know, our promotions department got behind it pretty quick, but it's such a whim that we just we wanted to be. Although we were anti-establishment, anti, 
Huskers, anti Nebraska politics, and all that stuff. We were still for the city. Yeah. And I thought that oh, was, for I, the people, I think, really. yeah, 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 for the people. We were still, I still, I still feel that way. I still think that the town is a cool town. It's grown so much in the, the 30 years yeah. I've been here. And, it, and the people are cool, you know? So I think that you can still be both. You can slay the, slay the sacred cows because they, they forgive you for not liking their football or that kind of stuff if you, they know your stand for that. For businesses to do things that help them stand out is that one in a million. And right. uh, because you want to make that connection, uh, there's this argument that uh, I know we've had here in the in the, uh, in the studio about right. being, is it better to be best or best known? And oh. you know, uh, being best known is is going to win pretty much every time. So right. you have to be known for something. Right. Uh, yeah, you want to be the best, but you have to be best known. And well, you, you guys were best known for certain specific things. We were, yeah. Going back to that kind yeah. of formula, yeah. of like, you know, you have to be, you know, known for one in a million. What makes right. you unique? Right. Like, oh, those are the guys that did this. Oh, those are the guys that were, are make fun of the Huskers. And this, you know, but there's I mean? a double-edged sword, too, when it comes to that, because you still get people that, like, I listen to those guys. Uh, well, I don't listen to them because they do this. Well, that's one ten, maybe five percent of what we do yeah but yeah. see it becomes that thing yeah, the politics the huskers things like that be, it becomes that thing in people's brain until they turn it on and go well that they mentioned it there well that i didn't like that but i like the rest of this stuff so mm -hmm. that's a problem too yeah yeah it's a double edge you know? it, it, it is you can yeah. kind of get typecast on yeah, yeah 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 you can be and that, that's yeah. you know, that's just that just comes with the the territory though you know and at lauren michaels has a, has a great i was listening to an interview uh, interview he did once i think it was like on mark maron's podcast mm -hmm. and he said was talking about how uh how the people who criticize his show and they say right. well saturday, saturday night live it sucks and it's not what it used to be which right they've yeah, been yeah. saying for you know since right. it's been on the air mm -hmm. and he said it's not my job to make a show that's 90 minutes of a great show and right. my my job to make a show where there's one thing people take away and they talk about Monday morning at yeah. the water cooler. And that's that, a great line. Yeah. I and mean, it, that's, it, that's radio too. Yeah. You've done that too, but we don't know what that is, but it, it's, it's that, it, but it's also different in radio because that's a skit show in radio. And you used to do your show too. That's the thing you did. Yeah. I, I hate the word skit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you put on, that's what it's called. Radio. It was a skit show. I know, but I hate that yeah. term because <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of work for you. I know it was, yeah. but uh, no, I mean the, uh, it might be certain things with certain people. Like we'll get those emails. Hey man, when Nick said that or Puss said that or you or Todd said that or the call, uh, that made my day. Mm -hmm. But that could be something different for somebody else. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Well, something sticks out. And that's know? like, that's how, I mean, radio in our market, it's based off of diary ratings, which yeah. is all recall, which yeah. is remembering and writing it down. Right. And, but it, it really with recall of anything, if you ask somebody, okay, uh, and this applies to businesses, which I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But like, you, you think if I ask anybody, like who's your favorite uh, morning show right. on the radio? And they'll tell you. And then you ask somebody, who's, who's your favorite, uh, you know, late night uh, talk show? Right. Oh, I love Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah, when was the last time you watched it? Right. Oh uh, well, I don't even remember. It could have been two years, right? And they didn't even watch it on television. That's they just right. watched a clip on social media. But it's something that stuck with them, right? And they recalled it. And for a business, that's what we mean by you know you have to be known for that one right. thing. You know you have to stand out, and, and it has to be genuine. It can't be you know we're going to be the the business that does no. this no. when we don't really believe in that. It's got to be something that you're actually passionate, for. right? Right. You know, staying true to yourself, that is a big theme, obviously, for today's podcast, but also for Mike and Todd's success with the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. How do you stay true to yourself when you start to see that empire build, when your business finds success and expands? How do you stay true to yourself to what made you successful in the first place, which Todd and Mike encountered when they were first syndicated in other markets? 
Oh six, we went into Wichita, Lincoln, Springfield. Yeah, originally that was a. And how many markets are you announcing? Now we're about still about six or seven. But here's the thing. You know this, but anything, we've been on a bunch of different stations, and the station just changed format. But I'll tell you what's changed, and what you're on the on the forefront is the podcasting part of it. Mm-hmm. Because we, although we don't do a separate podcast, they repurpose the repurpose show for the podcast, show, yeah. Yeah. and that's and and it's changed everything in our business because nobody has to wake up at four in the morning to hear us. They can yeah. listen all day long. Yep. The syndication part. What was weird about that in the beginning is we were afraid, and we joke about this now. We just we just say Empire City instead of Omaha. Uh, in like 06, 07, because we just we said we don't want to act like we're from Omaha. Not that we we're afraid of Omaha. We just didn't want going into these markets. Not they, oh, what's Omaha? Where's it at? Blah blah blah. But then it became too phony. It's like ah yeah. So you can still do a show at Wichita. We've been kicking butt in there in Wichita for years now, and they love us. They don't. They know we don't live there. Yeah. They know. I mean, they, and you know what? And if I didn't live in Omaha, they wouldn't know that either. I mean, they just. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It really doesn't matter, except for if you go out and do appearances and things like that. I, I, with the radio stations flipping formats, people don't know how... how, how uh, uh, yeah, what you, you, went, you went through a bunch. Oh, my God. I mean, you, yeah. uh, you know what? By the way, yeah. I'll give you a compliment here, because every time you were somewhere, I heard you were somewhere, because people <laughs> liked your humor. They really did. Well, I never thought you were given the right platform. We were on, uh, it was 96 won The Brew, and we right. were on for eight months, and we were doing the show, and I remember we had this new, your, your typical kind of corporate ma- uh, manager yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who just didn't get human beings, I don't yeah, think, oh, in man. general. There's a lot of them And so there. he would, every day, he would critique us on this. Why'd you do that? Like, oh, because it was funny. I don't know. Why, yeah. why wouldn't yeah. we do that? And then I'll never forget. That's they, Why'd you they, do that? that would, oh, when I hear that, I want. Like, uh, we were at the uh, what was that, the old? Uh, you guys used to do that for years too. The uh, uh, Memorial Day Bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Labor Day Bash. I'm yeah. sorry. So it was like it was Labor Day Bash. We're down there at the. Uh, it wasn't at the. It was at the Anchor Inn, I think. Uh, yep. And it was. We're surrounded by bikers and yeah. a rock crowd. That's it. They're yeah. playing the rock music yeah. on the radio. Yeah. We did our last call in. We get a phone call from our manager, and he says, uh, "Hey guys, just want to let you know we're uh, changing formats, and uh, we're going to be ninety six one Kiss FM now. And um, don't worry though, big things in store." And I said, "Well, are we still on the air?" He said, "Well, we'll talk about it soon. We'll talk about it soon." You got a call Hangs down out. there at that event, and then they flipped the music. <laughs> So we're standing there. They flipped it while you were yes, live. Yes, at the end with the anchor? right after our remote finished. <laughs> they flipped it, I and all of a sudden, story. Justin Bieber music starts playing right away, and all these people start coming up, going, "What the hell is this?" Like, and I'm like, I, 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 "Like, yeah, it was." That has got to be. I don't know if that guy's around. Whoever, whoever he was, no, but that's got to be some now. bad. That is yeah. some bad programming. Oh, he was. When you were doing a live event. I mean, his name was Rad. <laughs> so I mean. it's Kind of self-explanatory, I think. You know what, what a nightmare. Uh, a piggyback on what you mentioned about uh, the best or best known. I think what you need to do, though, in, in any in any situation, you're taking this to business, if somebody does have a strength, and you mentioned that, if you got a manager pushing down and not letting that person be who they are, it's just, that's a bad manager. Being authentic, truly authentic, it requires vulnerability. Being your true self, not the version that you think everybody wants you to be. People love the outtakes of movies, sometimes more than the movie itself, which doesn't make sense when you think about it. I mean, the outtakes are the mistakes. Why would people like that? Well, the truth is that we love the outtakes because they're real. They are these moments of honesty and authenticity. Radio shows and podcasts are no different than your business. They just use different terminology. Listeners are customers. Ratings are sales. And the key components that we've covered here today will help your business succeed. The proof is in the Todd Tyler Radio Empire. 
and what they did and so many other radio shows, podcasts, and businesses have done. Huge thanks to Mike Tyler for coming on the podcast. We will definitely have Mike back. I know we're going to have him back. We're going to talk about marketing and some of the lessons we can learn from radio and what they did with grassroots kind of street viral marketing back in the day with no budget. If you want to listen to the Todd Tyler Radio Empire, the links are in the show notes. You can find them on the socials. Of course, TNTRadioEmpire.com, that link in the show notes as well. And you can listen to their podcast, a replay of their radio show right here, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Omaha Podcast, new episodes every week. And we are getting back to dropping two new episodes for you every week. The Omaha Podcast is a production of Two Brothers Creative, copyright 2022, produced in association with 316 Strategy Group. Again, thanks for joining us, and until next time, we will see ya. Man, I need to come up with a better out. I really do. Are we still recording?